You see, whatever that you are seeing, whatever God has, has, has given you, as much as you are resisting, whatever you are resi resisting in the present, it cannot remain in our heart. Let me just give you an example. Now, this is a great challenge because we do not pay bills. You see, I can have a promise. I can know that God wants to bless me in one way or the other. That becomes a word which I plant in my heart. It becomes a word that I plant in my spirit. But we do not pay bills with what is in our hearts. We do not pay bills with is what is in our heart. It has to be in the hand, Bazalwan. Uh, money must be a physical substance on our account. Now, that's, that's where alignment and faith comes in because I cannot organize a ribbon cutting ceremony for a building that is still in my heart. See, in my heart I see it. And, and I see it, I can tell you that, I see it. I, but I cannot organize a, and organize people for a ribbon cutting ceremony based on a structure or a house that is still in my heart. There must be physical evidence. There must be concrete proof. Even ideas, family, they first exist in the spirit, but eventually they must be expressed on paper. So that which is in the spirit, that which is in heaven, and that God shares with you in your heart, eventually it has to be made manifest. This is why the Bible says, the word must become flesh. That's what it means. So as God's people, even great inventions, they first exist in the realm of the spirit before they find a nest in someone's head. They must first exist in the spirit. Yet eventually they must become a reality. So what faith does, Bazalwan? I want, I want you to work with me because I'm building a case for faith this evening. What faith does, faith provides physical evidence of what is in the realm of the spirit. Let me repeat that. Faith provides, it's what God has given us to use so that we can provide physical evidence uh, of what is in the realm of the spirit. In other words, it is not yet made manifest, but if we were to engage our faith that which at this point in time is not yet in the physical, it comes into the earth realm and it becomes tangible. It becomes material, something you can touch and taste. Now, that can only happen through faith. Faith gives tangible substance of what we hope for. Let me repeat that. Faith gives tangible substance to what you and I, and I hope for. We hope for something. There are very few people who I, I, I dream in Amazon. I'm a dreamer. The ministry we have today, I, I, I wrote a log about 20 years ago. People are telling me that you remember when you used to write your vision about 20, 25 years ago. I was working with, with ideas for a ministry that was launched last year. No, so for that to come, for whatever that I have seen, and I see lots of things happening, but for that to be made manifest, to be demonstrated, to become a physical reality, faith must be engaged. Faith gives tangible substance of what we hope for. 
Faith gives material proof, family, of the things not seen in the natural. I'm going to repeat these statements because they're important. Faith gives material proof of the things not seen in the natural yet. So when you understand that, you'll, you, you, you'll begin to, 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 to uh, get the point. You're going to, it is through faith that things in heaven are delivered into the earth realm. It is through faith that things in heaven, in the spirit, complete everything that I desire, everything that I long for, whether in, 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 in family, in the ministry, and elsewhere, they are already said. Now, they must be delivered from that realm of the unseen because they are already there. Whatever is in your heart, the future you desire is already there. Let me repeat that to you. The future you desire is already in existence. When you pray, God does not try and begin to make plans to see how whatever you prayed for is going to come to pass. God, his main uh, 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 job is to deliver. Ours is to ask. His job is to deliver. Yet what becomes very important then is Hebrews 11 verse 1 which says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. You see, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. If there is anything that you need, you and I, Bazalwan, for the, so that the world, you see, the challenge in Christianity is that what, whatever we declare does not have corresponding proof. If we can arise to a dimension of faith so that we have a sound spiritual delivery infrastructure. Let, let, let me just repeat that to you. Faith is the spiritual delivery infrastructure that God wants us to build. Because if we can, whatever that we declare about our God and about the power of God, if that can have corresponding results, I'm telling you, we can have a revival in the world in, in no time. So all of us, it's your challenge, it is my challenge to begin to build this deal because it is already there. It is already in existence. Whatever, you see, whatever that you desire, if it is in line with the will of God, I want you to know that God has put it there. Yes. Whatever your dream is, whatever your vision is, whatever your goal is, if it's in line with God's will, in, in other words, it's within the perimeters of his spirit. Mm. It does not contravene his, his nature. It is God's will for you. God has planted it there. What becomes a challenge is to get it from that realm mm. into the earth realm. That is what alignment does, Basalwan. Alignment says... I declare one thing with my mouth. That is why I told you, Uti Vangeli walks on two legs. It's declaration and demonstration. Is what we declare with our mouth and demonstration. Demonstration has physicality with it. Demonstration can be measured. Demonstration is concrete. Something just happened there. Demonstration, sorry about that. I just got distracted here. Demonstration is concrete. What the church needs today 
is to arise to a level whereby our demonstration matches our declaration. So the things we pray for must somehow find physical expression. That is your challenge. That is my challenge. That Father says, but we are praying now for a corresponding natural manifestation of the things that we are praying for. Whatever we are believing you for, we now want to see it. We now want to touch it. We now want to have a reality, yes. a livable reality of that which we are praying for. So I wanted to understand that faith is not a, just a, what, a spiritual accessory. Faith is a necessity. Faith is that spiritual delivery infrastructure that God wants us to build on a daily basis. We build our faith. We build our faith. Sometimes you will have faith just for, for, for 100 rand for the week, for transport. And as, the, as, as you build the infrastructure to deliver more heavy merchandise from heaven, God will then give you faith for, for 10,000 rand. As, 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 as faith grows to, for God to deliver more, it's going to go to 100,000 until you believe God for great things. But all of us must begin to build faith because God can place whatever that he has based on the capacity for your faith to sustain it. Our faith must be able to sustain and support that which God wants to bless us with. If our faith, the capacity of our faith must match the weight of that which God wants to deliver to us. This is why. Faith becomes important. Let's see, Bible Hebrews 10, verse 38. Family, now the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. If anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. I want us to treat faith as an essential, a necessity, a prerequisite for me to be able to move from where I am financially, spiritually, relationally, and otherwise, faith must begin to grow. I must begin to look at God as, 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 as a big God that he is. I must begin to interact with his word in a different way. Faith cannot just be a spiritual accessory as one of the things we put on our necks to show that we are believers. No, faith, the Bible says, the just shall live by faith. What does that mean? It means the just shall survive by. The just shall survive by faith. The only way out of our present situation, family, is faith. When you say, Lord, I believe. Lord, I receive it. Lord, I expect you to bless me like you've never blessed me before, there must be a new dimension of faith arising in your spirit mm. where you begin to see God as so much bigger than your present circumstance. You place your, pro your problem, I place my problem against God. And we begin to see how big God is. I begin to feed on the word. I begin to feed my faith. Faith has an appetite. Mm. Faith only feeds on one thing. 
on the menu of faith is one thing. It's called God's word. Faith feeds on God's word. Mm. The Bible says faith comes. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Mm. As you begin to read the word, as you begin to study the word, faith begins to grow. You begin to see God like you've never seen him before. You begin to, God begins to open your eyes. Whatever that you thought was a problem, it begins to dwindle in insignificance. It begins to be small. It loses its power as you begin to see how amazing, how great, how big God is. Now, I want to share with you, it is, it is not possible to talk about faith without talking about Abraham. I want us to discuss in the remaining time that we have about the personality of faith. Faith has a personality. I want to repeat that faith behaves. Faith behaves in a certain way. Faith has a personality. So we, you and I, must have a personality of faith. If things are going to shift, and you and I, we are going to be shifting things. I want you to know that. You and I are going to move things that our ancestors failed to move. You and I are going to cross boundaries that have been there for years. You and I are going to shift and push spiritual borders that have been set there for generations. We are going to engage the enemy through the spirit of faith and things are going to begin to change not only for ourselves, but also for our children. Not only for our children, but for their children. Yes. The faith that God is, is giving us is going to be an amazing faith. Transgenerational. Yes. It's going to impact on, on, on our great-grandchildren. There's going to be awesome things happening. Oh, inspiring miracles, signs, and wonders taking place. Because the Bible has said, those who trust in him shall never be put to shame. Now, let me draw your attention to a man called Abraham. Abraham was a giant a father of faith, the Bible says. He was a father, the father of faith, according to the scriptures. Romans chapter 4, verses 17 to verse number 21. Let me read this uh, uh, passage of scripture to you, family. It says, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. The Bible says, who, contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations. According to what, to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be, and not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead, since he was about 100 years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. What he had promised, he was also able to perform. Now, I want to draw your attention to about three things there, but I want to explain to you uh, the personality of faith. 
Faith has a personality. Faith has a certain attitude. Faith looks at life differently. Faith has a personality. This particular passage of scripture says, faith, which is God in this scripture, calls things which do not exist as though they are in existence. Calls those things which do not exist as though they did. You know that when you have a spirit of faith, the spirit of faith understands that everything is in heaven. God has already set it. So we relate with the present. We relate with whatever is going on here. We call things as if they are already in existence. We, our language, the language of faith is different. Because faith interacts with the now as if whatever that you are believing God for is already here. The Bible says faith calls those things which do not exist. They are not yet material. They are not yet concrete. They don't yet have substance or a body. But faith calls them as though they already are in existence. So when you pray, then Mazwana, you begin to pray this way. You say, Father, I thank you. This is why your prayer from this time onwards must be saturated with thanksgiving. Because faith celebrates before it sees, it jumps, it has a part, it throws a party before it touches, before it tastes, before it smells, yes. because it calls those things which do not exist as though they did. When you pray, you begin to say, Father, thank you. Then you begin to say the things we're trusting you for. Father, thank you for the job. Thank you, oh God, for this and that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Why? Because there's an expectation in your spirit that God indeed shall begin to do it. Number two, faith. The Bible says he did not consider his own body. Now, this is very powerful, Bazalwan. Faith does not consider the natural. Faith is not intimidated by circumstances. Now, remember that the voice of circumstance can be very loud. The voice of, of, of sec circumstances have a voice. The voice of fear. It can be paralyzing. When things, when you are adding things up, they do not just, it just, it just doesn't add up nicely, financially especially. Now, the spirit of faith is not intimidated by the natural. Faith is not bullied by circumstances. Faith is not pushed around by circumstances. It is anchored in the word of God. Faith is established and set in that which God has said. Faith realizes that God is a God of integrity. Yes. If God has said it, if God has promised, he has put himself on the line. He has put his head on the block to defend his word that he has promised. So faith finds and it demands alignment, Bazalwan, from the natural. Faith demands alignment from the natural. Faith demands that whatever is going on right now must align itself with, the net, with, with, with that which God has preordained, with the supernatural. Let me repeat that. Faith demands alignment. That's why when we, when we pray, maybe you, you, you did not know this, but whenever you pray, you are praying alignment. 
whichever way you look at it, whenever you are praying, you're praying alignment. So faith demands alignment. I am, I am reminded of a statement that was made by Gloria Copeland many years ago. Gloria Copeland, the wife of, of Kenneth Copeland, she made an amazing statement. Uh, I was watching TBN many years ago. She said, anything that is natural is subject to change. Anything natural is subject to change. In other words, don't be deceived by circumstances that you see right now. Because what you see in the natural comes from the spirit. If you can, it can change depending on what you say to it. It can change depending on who is talking to it. Mm -hmm. It can change depending on the altar that is uh, 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 moving it. So anything that is natural is subject to change. Nothing, no circumstance is permanent. No circumstance is permanent. And the spirit of prayer and the spirit of faith converts what the enemy thought was permanent in your life into something that's just passing. That's why we said God is able to remove that full stop and he puts a comma because for you, for a, a, a child of God with a spirit of faith in them, Nothing natural is permanent. God wants warriors to begin to arise. I know, Uguti, you will say, but my, my, my forefathers experienced the same thing. Uh, we have always gone through this thing as a family. No one goes beyond this point in our family. When we hit this particular level, we just kind of plateau there. There is no progress beyond that point. No, not for you. For the spirit of faith will demand that you push the boundary. The spirit of faith will demand that you push down that wall. Why? Because God wants to, to demonstrate his power through you. He wants to show off through you. And he wants to take all the credit for it. He wants people who will believe him. He wants people who will not question him. He wants people who will embrace, take him at his word and trust him in the name of Jesus. The third thing that is highlighted in that particular passage of scripture, the Bible says Abraham did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. In other words, faith does not doubt God's promise. Faith does not doubt God's promise. For us to be able to step out of this, because I know in your heart you, 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 you are saying, it will not end this way. I, I am saying the same thing. My dreams are so big, and uh, without faith, there is no way it's going to happen. It's not possible. So it is demanded of us, because remember, when you bring down a giant in your family, the boundary you are able to cross over because of faith and because of your persistence in warfare, you are bringing a generation behind you over that fence. Don't you ever think that you are only fighting for yourself. If you can push, if you can press, 
If you can push through until that wall collapses, you are bringing an entire generation, your posterity, those coming after you will just walk past that thing because you will have brought it down through faith in Jesus' name. And the Bible says he was fully convinced that what he had promised, what God had promised, he was also able to perform. He was fully convinced. Faith is fully convinced. That's the attitude of faith. That's the, that's the personality of faith. Faith is ever fully convinced of the faithfulness of God to perform his word. Faith is fully convinced of the faithfulness of God to perform his word. So family, Ukola then cries out. It says on earth as it is in heaven. Yes, That's the language of faith. That's the language of faith. Mm. On earth as it is in heaven. In, in marriage on earth as it is in heaven. In my finances on earth as it is in heaven. In my marriage, in my relationships, in my career yes, on earth Lord. as it is in, in heaven. Lord. In my physical body, in my health my on children. earth as it is in heaven, my family on earth, as it is in heaven, in Jesus' name. Hebrews 11, encourages me, Bazalwan, by faith, Abel offered to God. By faith, Enoch was taken away. By faith, Noah moved with godly fear. By faith, Abraham obeyed. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau. By faith, Moses refused. By faith, Moses forsook Egypt. Yes. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down. Mm. By faith, every personality, every man and woman of God in the Bible, they made it into the Bible, into the pages of Scripture because faith. by faith, mm. they chose to believe God. They chose not to listen to the voice of circumstances. I know you are going through difficult times. I know that sometimes the enemy really presses you down to the point where you think, I may as well just quit, just call it quits and leave this thing. But I am telling you today, there's a spirit of faith, even as I speak no, to you, yes, that is being ignited in your spirit, that's, that's arising right now in the name of Jesus. In that particular chapter, chapter 11 in the book of Hebrew, the Bible says, and what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel uh, and the prophets who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword out of weakness, were made strong. They became valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Still others had trial of mockings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, mm -hmm. 
afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains, in dens and caves of the earth, and all these, having obtained a good testimony good through Lord. faith, did not receive the promise God had provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. Oh, Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. There are things that they did not even experience so that they could not experience those things apart from us. Now we are here. Now you and I, we are the church of Jesus Christ. When we speak, we speak through the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus. Now things can begin to come. Now alignment can begin to come. What you and I must start doing, Barcelona, in the name of Jesus. I want you to begin to understand that our life as God's people, our life of prayer is a, is a life of alignment. Mm. We align that which is on earth with that which is in heaven. Your faith, the faith in you and the faith in me will do what our ancestors could not do. My wife was just sharing with me that, you know, sometimes even, even um, what our, 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 our mentors, mm. it's, a, it's a mentor. Mm. Our, our forefathers dropped certain things that God had arranged for them in their generations. There are things they were supposed to carry for their generation. They were thing, there are things they were supposed to deliver to their generation. There are doors they were supposed to open. There, there are wells they were supposed to unstopped. But they were not in alignment with heaven. They were not. God is always ready to bless. God is always ready to release heaven. The floodgates of heaven be opened and to bless us. But they were not in alignment with heaven. So my wife was reminding me. He says, even those uh, robes. Yes. We can, we can claim them. Yes. That's what you said. Yes. We can claim them. Mm. We can claim them. That which they failed to do. Mm. That which they couldn't. Those mantles yes. which they dropped. Take I used the word rope. I was looking yes. for the word mantle. Yes. The mantles they, they, they dropped. We can claim them. So even in your prayer, Bazalwan, even as you, as you arise in faith, mm. you begin to pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. I don't know what my forefathers dropped. Do. I don't know the, 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 the level of blessing mm. they were supposed to operate in. The, the level of anointing and glory they were supposed to flow in. But they were not in alignment. Now, Father, I am here in the name of Jesus. I even claim that which they were supposed to walk in. The blessing they were supposed to experience. The overflow in their lives sevenfold. I claim that for myself, for, for my children. Let us begin to walk in that anointing, yes, in that God. prosperity. In that, how, how do you know if someone in your family was supposed to be a multimillionaire? Yes. There was an idea. Because ideas, be, be, before they fall and nest in the head of somebody, they are first in the spirit realm. Mm. Do you know that ideas are first in the spirit realm? Sometimes... The, the, the enemy hijacks certain things in the spirit. Yeah. And, and then he, he gives those ideas to people. They are ideas that God wants to release through which the church is yes, going to Lord. experience amazing prosperity for the end time harvest. Yes. They are ideas. Do you understand that the, that the top five billionaires in the world, 
I don't know which one of them is, 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 is born again. The five billionaires in the world, I don't know which one of them. Don't you, don't you wish God had given you a, that Facebook idea? Sometimes I think, Lord God, why didn't you give one of us that idea? The, the, the first guy, the multi-billionaire, uh, Jeff Bezos of Amazon, he's the richest man today, followed by Bill Gates. Number three is a guy I don't know, but I know that number four is, uh, is, is, is um, Baron Warren Buffett, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Number five is, uh, is, the, is the Facebook guy that you know. But there are these ideas that they were supposed to even land in our own bloodline. Yes. I like what Miles Monroe said. Remember what he said when he said the, the cemetery is the richest place on earth. Because there are dreams they were, that were never fulfilled there. Mm-hmm. Because there was no faith to, to, to open those portals. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the graveyard is the richest place on earth. There are visions, there are dreams, there are ideas yeah. that were never, they never made it onto paper. Because it needs someone to arise in our generation. Bazalwan. Let us begin to move with God like we have never moved before. Yeah. Let, us, let us go beyond just Sunday church service. You have been called for such a time as this. Should you choose to arise and pray and, and engage in warfare, there are things that God is going to unleash in your own life in the name of Jesus. Begin to think beyond whatever that the, the box of Christianity would allow you to think in, in the name of Jesus. Mm. Let the spirit of faith arise in each and every one of us mm. in Jesus' name. I want to pray with you, Bazalwan. Mm. Mm. But as I pray, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm trusting God for God to oh, ignite Jesus. faith yes, in your Lord. spirit. Yes, Lord. Let faith be ignited in your spirit yes, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I read something about Donald Trump. I, I, I will talk to you some other time. That the Bible in the, in the Oval Office in the White House is the Bible of somebody who lived in the 18th century. Mm. They were prayer warriors. Mm. They used to pray. And that person used to pray for revivals. Now, that, that Bible was handed down generations today that particular family, through someone who prayed some, t- some 200 plus years ago, that prayer has opened doors. Yes, now someone, the, 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 the 45th president of the United States has the Bible mm. that was in existence in the 18th century. It's on his desk in the Jesus. Oval Office Jesus. because someone dared to pray. Yes, Your prayers, as you look at me, may not, some of you, you may not see the physical results even in your lifetime. Certain things will happen definitely in your lifetime. But the impact of your prayer, the impact of your sacrifice, the impact of your tears, the impact of your warfare will be felt generations into the future. It, 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 it flows like a river. It impacts your children. It impacts their children. It impacts their children. Your anointing will impact those who are to come. Yes. Father, pray with me, family. Oh, Jesus. Lord, 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 Lord
In the name of Jesus, we release the spirit of faith in Jesus' name. Let the spirit of faith arise in your people this evening. In Jesus' name, we pray like we've never prayed before because in us we carry generations. Young people who are listening to me this evening, they carry in their loins generations. The older folk listening to me, we speak life. We, we prophesy even over our children. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name that we are rising now to a new dimension of faith and warfare in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I bless you, family. I bless you, family, in Jesus' name. I release a blessing over your life. I, I release God's grace, God's favor, God's blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.